0: wow good morning everyone um it may not be morning wherever you guys are to those listeners that i have that are international and just all over the world it may not be morning but for me right now it's the time sits at 9 42 a.m on a sunday morning and the first thing i want to say is happy sunday and what's up welcome back to another segment Of my anything and everything. And this week. This week is. This topic I have. Put back. I have put back. Trying to kind of like. Figure out if. I'm in a place to even. Speak. About it. Or kind of just talk. But like. You know. I feel like right now. I am in a place I've been in this place it's just the enemy trying to condemn me and trying to say to me that what you're about to speak on is embarrassing and no one needs to know that because they're going to shame you and you know the best way to be rid of I guess things that hold you back is to speak it out and call against the spirits that that hold you back and for those of you who do not believe or are not Christian it's that whole it it sounds like I'm like crazy by saying spirits but this podcast is about myself and as insecure as I am as a being about my spiritual walk about my existence about just me in general I thought that being a bit transparent Is not what I owed you guys. But more so what I owe myself. So I am pertaining to this whole title of my podcast. Called my anything and everything. And as I am giving my everything. In things that I feel passionate about. You know the last two weeks topics on migration. I'm also going to give my anything. And my anything is just me being transparent about anything so before we do jump into i guess my life my walk with christ and everything this whole isolation situation quick weekly recap i can't even speak it's i just like i woke up and i just felt the urge to kind of um to kind of just speak so if i cannot speak properly so sorry but that's not an excuse because I can't speak properly period so (laughs) um quick weekly recap um look nothing much has changed I feel like every time I do these weekly recaps something is going to come out different but it just isn't um still stuck in self-isolation and I miss uni terribly I miss socializing i miss going out i miss hanging out with my friends linking up with my friends on campus and just chilling out and just i just miss it i just i took all of those things for granted and i promise you lord that when this thing blows over for i know that you do not mean this to be temporary to be permanent it's only temporary like i will never take the smallest things as seeing my friends and going to school and just being outside and not having to be told by the police you need to go inside you can't just be hanging around like I will never take that for granted I (sighs) but yeah that's just the weekly recap like uni is going as well as it can go in the environment that I'm in which is at home and you guys already know how I feel about studying at home it's not an ideal environment but I've been given what I have been given so I'm going to deal with what I have so yeah um my family's 100% healthy thank god for that and yeah that's that's pretty much my weekly recap one more thing before I do start is I want to thank you guys for listening and for messaging me and telling me that what I talk about on my podcast the last week's couple of topics is good like I've been getting so many good messages from people and I just appreciate it so much because it makes me feel like I'm doing something right or I'm doing something that's that's good and the feedback that i've been getting from my friends from like people that i hardly talk to like i love you guys so much thank you so much for taking the time like i always say this to click on a link to click the post to even follow the instagram account like oh i don't even i didn't even like i don't even expect people to follow it even though i keep mentioning it because i just want you guys to to listen to what i have to say even if it may not be relatable but yeah so i have named this week's topic as you can tell by the title is don't spiral transparency let's 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 start and usually i have like a a program or like points that i i go i go by so i know myself to keep myself accountable because i know that i go off and I talk, and I when I talk, I go off into tangents, and I just ramble on. So I usually have like dot points that keep me in check to make sure that I talk about absolutely everything. But this podcast this week is raw. It's completely a hundred percent raw. There's no program. It's just me laying in my bed right now recording this and just hoping for the best. so. I guess let's get into my life right now and, and what it is. This isolation has messed up my whole entire year. The way that things have panned out has stuffed up my motivation for uni. It has, in a way, messed with my faith and my obedience in my walk with Christ and I wouldn't say necessarily messed more like tested and it's just a prime example of needing to spend time on your own with God like more than you spend time out there in the world because when the world is taken away from you, you're left with nothing but yourself and your relationship with God. And that is what matters at the end of the day. And if, you're ma- if you can't even maintain your relationship with God, your reflection of who you are out in the world is just poor. So I, for a long time in my life, only built on and fed my relationship with the world for a very very long time when i were when i turned 18 i wasn't really much of a party animal i remember wanting to go to schoolies um at the age of 18 and for those of you who don't know what schoolies is what schoolies is is a week a whole week of um drinking going out clubbing um doing drugs all that all that all that Not, i wouldn't say good stuff but all that party stuff for a whole week and it's a celebration of graduating high school and i i had planned to go to schoolies um with my friends when i was in high school and we had planned that and we had you know organized the trip and everything and I remember at a point in my life back then, um, going through the HSC trials, I was um, going through some spiritual warfare. And for those of you who don't know what spiritual warfare means, it just means where you're at a constant battle with your your beliefs, your Christianity versus worldly temptations. And spiritual warfare means you're constantly bat- battling the inner good and the and and the and the bad. Like you have your flesh that wants to be fed which and by flesh i mean you want to pertain to worldly things so you want you want to engage in things that only feed the flesh and not the spirit and the, my spirit is is 100 percent with god and i was going through some major spiritual welfare and i remember booking the 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 trip and I remember booking it with my friends and I was like yes I want to go I want to go on a party for a whole week I want to do that and I had booked this like months before the the HSC and the HSC was in November so we had booked it like earlier on the year like like I'm talking like May April we had booked it and the time span between May to november is it's long you know that it's long you know it's at the start and the end of the year type thing and during that time like when i booked it in may and getting closer to the date when it got to like the end of october almost november um i found myself um on fire for the lord i found myself every weekend like instead of hanging out with my friends i was going to church i was traveling i was making the hour and a half commute from Woolongong to sydney to go to church every weekend and i was spending weekend after weekend at my uncle's house and he was my spiritual guida- guidance like he was my he was my mentor him and his wife my auntie and i was i was constantly going to church and I was feeding my spirit and I was on fire for the Lord. And I had this overwhelming sense of wanting to be baptized. And I came home one day and I was like to my mom, this was in November. Mom, I don't want to go to schoolies anymore. I, I want to be baptized. And my mom's immediate response to me was no. And I know that that's not the response that you expect to get, Like especially being um brought up in a in an islander home and all islanders they are they believe in god like i'm not saying that all islanders do believe but they have grown up knowing the word and so for me to come home and tell my mom and my mom is a seven-day adventist coming home and telling my mom that um i want to be baptized and her turning around to me and telling me No, like it was a bit of a shock, and I got a bit angry, and I was like, "What do you mean no?" And she goes, "Because you're too young," and I was 18 at the time. She she said, "You're too young," and I know you. I know that you want to live your life. You know, you just need to live your life, do what you need to do. Make sure when you do this, like I took it in such a negative way. I thought that she just didn't want me to be baptized under Pentecostal. But back then, I was I didn't know what I didn't know the difference between religion and Christianity. So um i just thought that was the reason but what i didn't know was that the reason why she didn't want me to be baptized is because she she knows the importance of what being baptized means and she wanted to make sure that when i do this i do this wholeheartedly and it's not just something that i feel a spare of the moment and i just want to do to do but i thought back then that i was so sure of myself. And I even told her that I didn't want to go to schoolies. And I said to her, mom, when my friends come over and they tell and they try and beg you and ask you for for you for uh, beg and ask for you to let me go to schoolies, like, please tell them no, tell them that we can't afford it. Tell them that we can't pay for it and that we can't do it right now because of this, because of that, because I don't want to go. Like I was hiding behind my like I was hiding from my faith I was so ashamed and I was so I was trying to come up with all the excuses under the sun as to why I didn't want to go but I couldn't tell them that it's because I like I just don't want to party like I want to live a life glorifying God and you know that's that whole you know you deny Jesus and he would deny you and it was it was crazy and so I ended up going to schoolies and Time is such a massive concept that I lost track of time. And I was just so enveloped and enroped into that party culture that I was constantly partying. Like, it constant, like, graduated high school, went to uni, two years of uni. Like, I got to the age of 20, which is two years later. And I had stepped back from it. And I was like, what the heck? like I can't constantly be living this life and by the time I turned 20 I was into like more things I was drinking but I was also I was also using drugs and for those of you that are thinking oh my gosh what a crackhead like I was smoking weed like hella and it was so detrimental to like my mental like my I can't even describe it So I promised myself that once I turn 21, my 21st birthday is going to be the last time that I do anything and I'm going to live through 2020 a different way and so... I partied from the age of 18 up until 21 and I will admit that the day that I turned 21 when I celebrated my 21st birthday on the 28th of September I did do I I smoked and I'm not even gonna lie to you guys and my twenty-first birthday lasted a week a whole week now let me tell you when I said that I promised myself that when I turn 21 I'm going to celebrate my 21st and that's it time is such a massive concept like the enemy will try and tell you that you have all the time in the world to fix your relationship with God like the enemy will tell you that that you have all the time that you need to do that you need to to fix your relationship with God like the three biggest things that the enemy uses against you is time it tries to convince you that God isn't real and that the word isn't real, that time you have all the time in the world and that you are never enough. Those are the three biggest things that the enemy uses against you to tell you that, you know, or to steer you away from God is that, like I said before, time, you've got all the time in the world to fix your relationship with God that God isn't real or the word isn't isn't reliable and that you are never good enough he tries to condemn you condemnation time and that God isn't real those are the three biggest things and I just find myself repeating that because I need to constantly remind myself and so after I turned 21 my 21st lasted a week and I celebrated and I smoked for a whole week every single day morning to night morning to night smoked weed like for a whole week after my 21st and I just remember waking up after that week had ended the next morning and I was just preparing to go and have another session or go and smoke again and I woke up feeling like shit and I just had like this mental breakdown and I cut my hair which is why my hair's short. (laughs) It's not because I just wanted to try a new look. Or whatever it may be, it's because I find that when I have mental breakdowns, I cut my hair, <laughs> like, or uh, or I just try new things with my hair. Hence, why I currently have bangs, and I'll get to that story in a second. But um, yeah, I cut my hair, and I cut my hair short. And I just remember my niece was she was laying on my bed, and I was in 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 front of my mirror in my room brushing my hair I parted it and I just tied it and I was like "Bruh, imagine if I just cut my hair and my niece was just like what do you mean I went and grabbed the scissors and I snipped it and I was like what the heck and it was such a terrible cut too it was so bad like one side was longer than the other it was jaggedy raggedy it was a hot mess so I went to the barber the same day and I paid $30 for it to be trimmed and cut evenly And that same day that I cut my hair, I packed up all of my things and I left my house. And I went to my sister's house and I stayed at my sister's house and I detoxed. I detoxed for a whole September, October, November, December. Detoxed for three months. No drinking, no smoking, just trying to figure out where I wanted my 2020 to go. Who I am and trying to spend as much time in the word. And I did that. Can I just say I did that. I did that. I did that. I have one thing that I will say that I'm proud of myself is that I don't drink anymore. Um, the last time I did have a drink was last year in May or April. I didn't drink on my 21st though. Uh, actually, I did. I had like one, one or two drinks. So September was the last time I had a drink not to be intoxic- like when i think of drinking i think of being like ratchet like intoxicated but i wasn't intoxicated on my 21st i was just high uh i hate being like i hate like i hate talking about it because i portray a certain part of me on social media but behind closed doors i'm a hot mess And you'll find or you'll kind of notice that I will go through a period in time where I constantly post things about my faith. And then when I stop, it's because I feel like I'm not good enough to post or I'm going through some things that I just can't, like, like, I just, yeah. I just can't, like, I need to fix before I'm able to share the word, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I detoxed for three months and... I reached out to my friend Harriet and Harriet has been a constant um a constant in my life when it comes to my, my my walk. You know, I remember me like hitting her up and we went for lunch and I spoke to her and she was just like Addy, you don't know, it's gonna make me cry. <laughs> Give me a second. And she was just like, Addie, bruh. I, you don't know how long I've waited for you to come to me, like, and tell me that you're ready to live a life. I've been wanting a friend, a, like, I've been wanting you as my best friend. Oh, just makes me feel kind of emotional right now. Like, I'm second guessing and even posting this, but she was just like, um, Eddie, I've waited so long for you for you to walk with me and do this with me that it's such a blessing to hear that you want that you want to change your life around and that you're willing to walk obediently with Christ and I was so shook because I was like she was like girl I've been praying for you and I was like oh <laughs> like oh I need this type of energy in my life so when she told me that I knew then that she would be like a constant constant thing in my life where I'm kind of like because I'm telling you right now being like a Christian in a world like today it is not easy especially when you come from a life of partying you experience fomo and for those of you that don't know what fomo is it means a fear of missing out like you like once you start pulling yourself away from from the activities that you used to do you find that your social life just goes down because your social life before only revolved around that so you find yourself inside and for those of you who know me I'm such a social butterfly like I love to like make friends and go go out and have fun and one of my biggest things like when I looked at living a life for God was that it's not fun like it's it's just church and reading and bible bashing and just that's it but harriet was kind of like no like you can do like like god doesn't want us to be miserable god doesn't want us to just have like a a sad life like that's not what following the word of god is it's he like you can still have fun you can still go to the movies and listen to listen to like good music and have fun and just not do those things like you don't have to be in that state of mind all the time to have fun and that was my biggest thing so shout out to you even though i'm crying (laughs) but um yeah harry my best friend i've known her for 17 years 16 16 17 years this would be 17th year i've known her since i was little and we've been best friends like we're not even best friends we're sisters so it's crazy because throughout those years that I've known Harriet not once has she made me feel like I am not enough in a Christian spiritual way where she constantly looks down on me on the things that I do or that I did and that I do but she never once looked at me and was kind of like I don't know, just made me feel like like less than if that makes sense. So um when I spoke to her about wanting to change my life, she invited me to church and um and it's and she's invited me to church before, but the day that she invited me to church, it was New Year's. And for those of you that know New Year's, I always spend with my family and my family, like they, they, the way that they celebrate New Year's isn't in a very Christian way. And it just it just pertains to that I'm not trying to bash them or tell them that what they're doing is wrong or that they're living like a life. Like I'm that's not what I'm trying to do here. What I'm trying to say is that it is very hard to live a Christian life when the environment that you're in is one toxic and detrimental to your to your walk but it's also a blessing in a way because it tests your willpower it tests how strong and obedient you are and can be so my family my family the way that they celebrated new year's is obviously like anyone else would drinking having fun doing that and because i didn't drink i went to church and it was the first time that i the first but i'm telling you. I am telling you right now, it is the first time I ever spent church, spent New Year's, sorry, at church and started a year off with God. Like it is, it was the first time ever. And you know, at the start of every year, I know that everyone has like this thing with like, oh, New Year, New Me, we're going to get this bag, we're about to secure the bag, we're about to... Lose some weight, do this, XYZ. And that was me. I am those people. Hi. (laughs) Every year that I can remember before this year, I was that person. I was like, no, this is going to be different. I'm going to do good in school. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, what's it called, start the gym. I'm going to do this, do that. I have, I will, I always set goals for myself, but I never, ever, ever. Ever, ever. I need to to stress this. I never, ever achieved any of the goals that I set. Any of them. Like, and it spoke, and that spoke to my motivation, my consistency, my perseverance, and just me as a person back then. Like, I set goals for myself, but I never achieved any of them. Any of them at all. I never did. And I was, I remember whenever I started a year... I would set goals, then I got to the end of the year, and I'm like, dang, like, imagine if I achieved these goals, like, like, what happened, I was like, you know what, that's okay, we'll do better this year, and you know what, you know what, why I didn't achieve any goals is because I did it without God, like, <laughs> I was a joke back when, I was like, oh, you thought you could, but you really can't, not without God, because just looking back at that I wish I could have just slapped myself and been like what are you doing you think you can achieve but you can't not without him like not without God like and so when I was invited to church to start this year off with God I was like you know it's better than me sitting at home in the living room and my family just walking around like trying to invite me to have a drink them knowing that I don't drink and someone like they they're like I have very supportive family I have family that tell other family not to influence me to do bad shit, like, and I have family that's just like, no, I just have one, like, it's just, it's it's just, it's just the way that, that my family be, like, I love them, though, like, you can love people, but you can hate their ways, like, that's something, that's, that, that is something that has stuck with me forever, like, you can love a person, but you can hate their, hate their ways, and shout out to my cousin Malia for, like, teaching me that, you know, you can love a person, but you can hate their ways, I love a lot of people, but I hate their ways. I love my family, but I hate the shit that they're doing because I want better for them. I love my friends, but I hate the shit that they're doing because I want better for them. I love myself and I hate the shit that I've been up to because I want better for myself. I went to church and it was different. It was really different. I prayed with Harriet and her sister Lydia and though, I'm telling you, those two girls, they're, such, they're, they're the biggest blessings in my life, honestly. And we, um, before the night ended at church, before the service ended, um, we all held hands, myself, Lydia and Harriet. And we prayed and Harriet turned to me and goes, I do one thing that me and Lydia do like together and we want to do with you is that we pray and we name a few things that we want to achieve this year and every time we do this it's always happened and I was just like really like really like because I do that I've done that and it's never happened but I never did it with prayer I never did it with God so I was like okay so what and so Harry asked me what are some things that you want to achieve and I said I, I didn't like I was so sure because I had so many things that I wanted to achieve, but I never spoke out. But I did say that I have a society that I wanted to do and I wanted to um build that up. And that was one of the things that I spoke about. And I told Harriet and I told Lydia that and they told me theirs, which I'm not going to share because it's very personal and private for them. So that's one of the things that I said. And so we prayed. And while we prayed, I also kept in mind some of the other goals, personal goals that I wanted to do. And can I just say that the prayer was so powerful that it worked? Like, what? Crazy. Like, it worked. Like, after that church service, I went home. And I I just remember going home and just waking up the next day. And one, not feeling hungover and feeling like crap, and having the joy of walking around the house, and seeing everyone else look like crap, and <laughs> feel like crap, and me just being, haha, I don't feel like that, like, <laughs> I know you're kind of petty, but like, that's literally my feeling, like, and a week after that, me and Harriet went out for lunch, and we went to catch up, and after that, um, after that catch up, we went and we bought diaries, and we bought planners, and she was like, I always have a planner da, 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 da. and I was like, mm, that's such a good idea because I usually just write everything down that I want to do in my journal and I just journal it in or I put it on my calendar and I'm just real technical. So I bought a planner and on the back of my planner, I wrote down my 2020 goals, what I want to do and all those type of things, all the things that I want to achieve, I organize my life and I was feeling so on track. I was reading my Bible. I was on fire for the Lord at the start of this year. At the start, I was on fire for the Lord. Let me tell you, I achieved a very big goal of mine. And that was to constantly and consistently go to the gym and lose weight. And I did that. She, I, I, I shocked myself because that was like, I always, I, I have always had a gym pass. But I never use it consistently and I never make use of it. So the fact that I was going to the gym like consistently, like five out of seven days a week, and sticking to a diet and eating healthy and just being more healthy with what I do and everything, and staying on top of my studies and putting in groundwork for the society and Reading my Bible and, and just getting into the word. I was doing all of that. I was doing all of that and more. And I was on fire for the Lord. And I was so shocked because I was like, dang, Like this is the first time I've ever stuck to something. I've ever had the strength to stick to something. To resist temptation when it comes to eating junk food. And when it comes to just life in general, I was on fire for the Lord. And I, hadn't, I knew why why that was. It was because I started my year with God and I started my year, you know, feeding my faith rather than my flesh. So to me, that's what stood out. And then in comes this coronavirus, the biggest test of them all, where it makes you stay inside. And and that means so much more than just staying inside. It means staying inside and staying on your own. And when you are on your own, you know, the thing about God is that he never meant for anyone to stay... Or be alone. When he created Adam and Eve, the first thing that he did for Adam was create a helpmate, which was Eve. And that was to help men and help each other. Because people cannot ever be alone. Like it's just something that God knew about us. And you know how magical that is, is that he knew that humans can never can't like we we like we can't be alone and that that whole thing in itself is such a big thing because it's like i can't be alone because when i'm alone my my demons come out to play and people who are listening to this who aren't christian or aren't spiritual y'all are just like oh she crazy she got problems but when you come from a life like mine you have a lot of um a lot of demons and a lo- and I, the re- reason why I've I refer to them as demons is because they're evil, like, and they're just, ugh. and for those of you that are like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about things like temptation, like, to me, that's a demon, that's, that's, that's the devil, so, that's why I call it that, and so, temptation comes out to play, um, condemnation comes out to play, things that try and hold you to your past, or hold you to who you were come out to play, insecurities and um, negative thoughts, those are all demons, those are all, to me there's are all demons and just dark things, it comes out to play when you have to be alone and which is why when I made that podcast called Coronavirus Don't Be Ignorant, I made it and at the end of it I was like I want to let you guys know that I get that self-isolation for those of you that are go, go through mental health issues, is not an ideal thing, it literally is the worst thing that could be done it's so true. I spent self-isolation and I relapsed. <laughs> I don't want to make myself sound like a, like a drug addict. <laughs> or like I'm just like crackhead. But I ended up smoking again. And I was like, oh, I'm just bored. Like my excuse was, I'm just bored. I'm just bored. Like, blah, 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 blah. This has been the biggest test to my faith when you're out in the world and when you're up and doing things it's easier to take your mind off of your problems or your issues without having to address them that when you're stuck by yourself everything comes out to play and it attacks you and it's just like you thought that you could preoccupy yourself with things and not deal with me and now we're here by ourselves, so now we're gonna deal with it. Like that's literally how it went. And being stuck inside a lot of my a lot of my problems, a lot of my self-issues, a lot of my things that I tried to brush under the carpet or try to move on from, it just it it just came back out and it attacked tenfold because it was kind of like I got you now, I got you in this corner, I got you now. Yes, I do realise how long this podcast is. I'm so sorry, but it is what it is. Um, it all came out to play during this isolation. I ended up smoking again and pertaining to some very, very, very bad things. I couldn't for the life of me figure it out. Like, I was like, why am I like this? Why? Like, it, it was easier for me to say, to give it up and and be and not smoke weed up until now. Because I took myself out of the situation. I moved, removed myself from the situation. I practically ran. I packed up all my. Like I said. I packed up all my things. And I went to my sister's house. And I detoxed there. Like, I needed to learn how to detox in the situation. Or in the environment. So I can build up a tolerance. And a resistance to saying no. So now me having to be stuck in the how, in my house. I have in a sense now. It has been a week since I last smoked. And the only reason why I've come that far is because things changed. I spoke to my friend, my my best friend Key, and she was like, Girl, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, she didn't say kill yourself, but you're going to drive yourself insane trying to paint a perfect Christian picture and not try and deal with. Whatever it is you're going through. Like you're going to go insane trying to paint that perfect picture. And that stuck so much to me because in a sense I have been trying to paint a perfect picture. And I've come to realise that that is the reason why a lot of people defy Christianity or deny it. Is because they look at Christians and think that they're... And see hypocrites. They try and... Christians try and paint a perfect picture and not offer transparency that people of non-christian faith or non-christian belief when they look at us they think that oh you guys think that you guys are all good but really behind closed doors you do xyz i guess that's where i am like i guess that's where i sit back and i'm kind of like to those of you who aren't of christian belief or those of you that have and kind of thank me for sharing the word i do i want to apologize i'm like i am not perfect and i'm sorry for leading you guys astray like I cannot be out here claiming Christianity and wanting to do Christianity, but my actions don't match up to my words and the biggest thing it's doing is it's causing me mental stress and physical stress and spiritual stress, and it's also misleading people that could potentially be people of god and that is my biggest that that's that was my biggest wake up call it was it was my biggest slap on the back of my neck it was kind of like girl like you want to you you need to fix your own issues and you need to be an example. And it's not to say that I'm putting all this pressure on myself, but it's more like if people are going to look at Christians and think they're just hypocrites, then the world is is just doomed. The world is just doomed because in order for you to want to help people and share the word, you need to be an example of the word. And I was not being of av- I was being a very good example to the eye, but to the ear, nah. I was in all sense of the word lukewarm. I was one foot in and one foot out. And I find myself being that type of way a lot. It's just crazy to me because the way that it that the way that I like I gave myself a wake up call was I come into that realization that You look like a hypocrite, and my biggest pet peeve is being is hypocrites. So how hypocritical of me, right? So that was my biggest wake up call. So for two days straight, I did intense, not intense. I did morning lotu or morning prayer or tag time, whatever you want to call it, with God. And I took myself, woke myself up in the morning, went for a walk down to the lake, did some, did some heavy intense not heavy intense, I did some reading and I did some prayer and I did some tag time with God and I listened to some worship music on my way, on my walk and the walk was about 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back so I had a great time listening to some um, worship music and I listened to some worship music and I did my prayers and everything just fell into place, like my questions were answered like why was i able to stick to a good gym routine why was i able to to be feel so accomplished and it was because i started the year with god and i started my started this year differently to all the years i i started before and it came i came to realization that the reason why i relapsed so hard and so fast and so quick is because i the way that i dealt with my problems before i never really dealt with them I just picked up my things and left when I should have dealt with them. I should have placed myself in the middle of the environment, in the middle of the battlefield and built a tolerance there. And having said that, this self-isolation and this self-quarantine and all these things have had such a big impact on on my obedience and on my faith that it has tested me in ways that I thought I would never ever be tested. So I feel like... I have bounced back stronger. I wouldn't necessarily say that bounce back, like boom, but like, I feel like I've, I feel like in a sense, my, my capability to say no in situations where I am tempted has gotten stronger and I am only ever gonna go up from here. I know that my walk right now isn't A1, it isn't straight. It isn't perfect. And I know that I have been driving myself insane by trying to just be or look a certain way when really I just need to deal with my own shit. I know that I currently, if, if I could put in my bio anything, it would be currently under reconstruction. Like, because at the start of the year, I was on fire for the Lord. And then that fire was dimmed. And now I'm slowly starting to, to, to find a way to restart this fire. And I feel like the only way that I could properly, properly ignite it is to be transparent and to let you guys know, you know, the things that I've been going through and how how this whole self isolation has affected my walk with Christ, and that. I know I see on the internet a lot of people that are kind of like, this self-isolation is so good because it's allowed me to grow closer with God and da 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 And I'm just kind of like, that's good for you. But for me, it's it's different. It's played out so differently and it's played out so wrong but so right in the right ways. And, um, yeah, this podcast is hella long. I don't know if I'm ever going to post this because it's long or if I'm going to redo it, but... Yeah, I just thought I needed to voice my my kind of like what I'm going through for for anyone that's listening. And so yeah, that's just that that's just me right now, currently re, re currently under reconstruction. One week of not smoking and constantly trying to be a better me every day, and reading my word and listening to worship music, you know. One thing that stuck with me was that there's nothing that God will not put you through that you cannot handle. And for every temptation and every desire, you know, evil and negative desire that you experience, God will always provide a way out. Always provide a way out. And by saying that, by providing a way out, there's always going to be another option. There's always going to be another option. Instead of you entertaining that that temptation or that being, there's always going to be another, um, another option for you to do. You know, for me, instead of smoking, what can I do? Do my schoolwork, listen to gospel music, or read the Word, and that's that's what I've been trying to do, and that's what that's what's kind of worked for me for a week now. And I just need to learn how to make my words and my no make my actions match my words because i'd be saying a lot of this but then i'd be telling people oh my gosh like let's think up let's smoke let's do this let's do that i just need to learn how to kind of just think before i speak so that's me that's where i'm at right now with my walk and i feel like it, it could only get better from here and it could only get better if i allow myself to to be better and get better So, yeah, um, that's all that I have for you on my transparency for now that I'm willing to share. I know I have a lot more that I want to share, but I know that this podcast is already about 50 minutes long. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I will be doing podcasts like this more, like more transparent podcasts like this um, in the future. And that's purely just to keep myself accountable and to let you guys know where i am at with my faith um but yeah so thank you guys for listening for those of you that have listened this far thank you so much for taking the time to listen um before i do close out this podcast i just want to say that i have um i will say that um I do have I do plan on doing a like I've said in my previous podcast and asking for a friend segment. So please, if you do have anything you want me to speak on or you find that's relatable in this podcast that you also want to talk about and also want to share or also want advice from or advice on, um, please hit me up. I may not be in in the very in a very good position to talk on um on um situations that have anything to do with spiritual walk cuz i am myself i'm trying to figure it out and i cannot be the i like the blind leading the blind that's but if you have something you want to talk about or something you need advice on like um schoolwork or relationships or anything like that yeah please hit me up um my instagram is my anything and everything feel free to dm me on there um the email is linked in the bio so if you want to email me on there too feel free to do that um but if anything as i always say god bless stay safe i love y'all and it's a wrap